Hi, this is Miss Laura and welcome to the morning lesson. This, this session is going to continue with our adventures with Abram and Sari. Now we left Abram, who was moving on to the land of Canaan. He came to Canaan and he was standing in the high place there and could look out and see all of the cities below. He could see the valley and he could see the plains. God spoke to him there and he said, Abram, I will give you this land. I give to you and all your descendants and I will bless you. Abram was 75 years old when he went into the land of Canaan. Abram built an altar to his God there on the plain of Moray. And in this place, they all pitched their Bedouin tents. I'm not sure if you have ever been camping, but the tents of Abram and his people were like large houses. And on the floors of the tents, they were not bare earth, but beautifully woven carpets and pillows. The women and girls of the tribe gathered with care the wools from the sheep and the goats of their herds. They spun the wool into yarn and wove the yarn into rugs. They used natural plants to dye the fabrics these beautiful colors. The women also wove finer fabrics and they used that to make their long tunics that they wore. The tunic is a dress-like outfit and the men and the women in these times both wore long tunics that covered their legs. The land they lived in was arid. It was a dry land and the people followed the pastures for their animals. The tents let them move more easily from place to place where the grasses grew. But a great drought came to that land and the field of, fields of green were lost. There was little food for the animals and even less for the people. The streams and the rivers also dried up. Abram decided to take his people to another land. Egypt was the rich land to the west of Canaan. The leader there was called Pharaoh. He wore two crowns because he ruled Upper Egypt and the Lower Kingdom. He was a good and mighty man, as far as we know. People in times of need would often come to Egypt for help. Abram and Sari traveled to Egypt just to save their people. When they came to that place to make camp, Abram turned to his wife and he saw that she was very beautiful. Her beauty made him nervous. Dear wife, here in Egypt, it may come that a man should look at you and want you for his wife. They will kill me so that you may marry them. Dear wife, please, for my sake, tell anyone who asks that you are my sister, not my wife. In this way, I surely will live. Asaria agreed to this trickery for she did not want to lose her husband. And Abraham, Abram was correct. 
people did notice Sari's great beauty. Men did ask if Abram was her husband, and to each of them the answer was always the same. No, he is my brother. Word of her beauty and Abram's wealth reached the house of Pharaoh. Pharaoh, the king, sent a bride's price to Abram and asked to marry his sister. Cattle, gold, flocks, and more. What could Abram do? He had denied many requests, but how could he deny Pharaoh? Sari was made ready, and she was sent to live in Pharaoh's house. And time passed. A great sickness came over Pharaoh's household. It was very mysterious. Pharaoh, Pharaoh sent for his advisors, his priests, his vizier, and his magicians. They met and thought about what was going on. They made sacrifices and read the signs in the animals and in the birds. Well, there was no mistaking the cause of the mysterious illness. Pharaoh had married a married woman. This was a great sin. And that woman was Sari. Pharaoh wailed with outrage. How could you do this to me? Why would you bring shame and sin upon me? It is wrong to be with another man's wife. How could you do this to me? Sari packed her things in haste and was sent back home to Abram, her husband. Pharaoh ordered Abram and his people to gather themselves and to leave his kingdom. Now, I will tell you, Abram had benefited greatly at the marriage of his wife to Pharaoh. He had received donkeys, servants, flocks of birds, cattle, camels, all of these things Abram kept. Try painting a Bedouin tent. Uh, there's some really wonderful images online that you can find and uh, the wet on wet watercolor um, technique that is used in Waldorf schools is a really simple and wonderful way to fluidly uh, bring that image to life. Until next time, bye.